0: Hi, welcome to the Parenting Bridge podcast. I'm Dr. Michelle Alden, a licensed professional counselor, parent coach, and family therapist. And I'm here to help you to build a bridge to your best family possible. So let's talk about some of the things that these kids need so that you feel like you, you know, not just dealing with all of the struggles. This is not to say, none of this is to say that adoption is too much to handle because it's it's not. You can do it. If you if you feel led to adopt and you've adopted, um, you're already doing it, right? And I I think one of the most harmful things is when you're just like, I can't do this, I don't want to do this anymore, you know, and, and you're looking at disrupting the adoption, like that's very challenging and very difficult. And I, I do think that there, I have worked with some families through that process of having to disengage from that. But I would love to work with you and have you get help before you get to that place, because it is very difficult. And you and your kids may never recover completely from that. And so even though, like I said, there are some cases where that's what we've had to do. And sometimes it can just be, you know, looking at an outside treatment um, for a time and and then bringing them back into the family. I've seen some really powerful things when kids have been reintegrated back into the family, because in the past they were sent away and never never came back so coming back can be important but it's still something to realize that when somebody has an attachment has attachment issues every time there's there's a cutting off or a loss it's a struggle and it, it's it's hard so i hopefully can help you and these are just very general things but definitely you know look at our website healthyfoundations.co get a free consultation with me you know, do what you need to do to get more help. Like I said, I have a book, Parenting Emotionally Distressed Kids. And we have tons of resources in these podcasts to help because some of the things that I'm going to tell you to do to help to build that attachment are some of the same things that I tell you to do in our in our program. Some things that you may have already heard if you've taken my parenting class, but sometimes you need that extra help with someone actually helping you to do those things week by week. So so don't be afraid to reach out for more help, especially if you're feeling at the end of your rope. You do have a long road ahead of you. There's many layers to what's gone on, right? And there's many layers in, in with all of our kids, and we have a long road ahead. We are, we are in our families longer as, a, as adults than we are as kids, so it's important to keep that in mind, that it is a long road ahead. And so I don't want you to just feel like how, how hard it is right now, like it just has to be this hard forever. I always tell parents, like, it, it is hard, but you're gonna kind of choose your heart and you're paying you pay now so that you're not, don't just keep paying and paying and paying. Once you get some of these basic things down, it does get easier. The challenges are still there and come up, but you have some tools to use and you're not trying to learn the tools over and over. You have the tools to learn, to use, and you're using them in different situations, so. But challenges come up with all of our, our kids and families and life, so what these kids need Is they need a lot of reassurance and they need a lot of reassurance really in their day-to-day activities and routines so they need that consistency of those day-to-day routines and and then they require repeated explanations about simple changes and about simple things so it's like you it's not repeating yourself like telling him over and over go get your shoes go get your shoes go get your shoes until you're finally yelling at him but they need that repeated like you may have to say to him every morning okay first go get your shoes on then we'll do this. First, go do this, then we'll do that. So it's repeated language. So it requires those repeated patterns over and over. And you may feel like, oh my gosh, like I had one parent tell me, like all we do is just, it's like we teach the same things over and over every single night. And there is some of that because there's these transitions that they have to get and they have to hear it. And you can build in that reassurance. So if you're like, how many times do I have to tell you this? Or I already told you that. If that's your mindset, then you're going to approach that in a different way than if you look at it like, here, let me help you, or let me, let me show you what I mean, or let's do this together, or just recognizing that their, their behavior is showing you that they, they don't have it yet. They don't have that skill set yet. Yes, you taught it, and yes, there were some days they could use those skills, but they don't have it ingrained inside of them that that's the skills that they're going to use every time they encounter this problem. So these kids need a lot of patience. They need really, you really have to watch rejection, right? You may joke around. Like, I, I was talking to a family that's like, they joked around with their with their biological kids about, we're going to trade you with the gypsies, right? But with your adopted kids, like, you can't say stuff like that because that's, they kind of feel like maybe that's already happened to them. So just be really careful about, like, we're not, well, you know, I use a mantra that says, we'll never give up on you, no matter how challenging your behaviors become. When I first adopted my son, he would ask me, like, are you going, I don't want to ever get sent away to he he came out of residential treatment. He's like, I don't want to ever get sent away again. And what I told him was, I will do everything to keep you safe. And I I want you to know that you're in this family, whether you go away or or come back, but I will do what I have to do for you to be safe. And I didn't ever promise him I would never send him to residential or that he would never have to do something to for help. Like he had one summer that he spent the whole summer at a therapeutic camp. He needed he needed that. But I, I felt like it was also really important. It's like we're not sending you away or rejecting you. I'm I'm sending you to get help. I want you to have this experience. And then you're you're still this you're still part of this family because that's the piece that was missing before. So um, these kids because of that, they may really struggle, like even falling asleep. So you may need some really strong patterns and structure around nighttime really have to avoid giving up language i don't know what to do with you you're making this so hard on me you know that kind of stuff any language that's giving up i want you to be at least um in towards the child to know to like i've got this like you you've got this you can do this you will you will go around behind and get the help that you need and get the support you need and you can you can vent and cry and it and and acknowledge how difficult it is and how challenging it is but towards that child like you really have to have that, you know, I will never give up on you. And, and you have to also be like, be in charge and know what you're gonna do. It's like, okay, we're gonna do this. And inside your mind, you'd be like, I don't know if it's gonna work. And I'm so tired. And I've tried all these things. But I know my, my lowest points as a parent were those times when I felt like I didn't know what, what to do. And so that's why I want to help you and give you those tools to know what to do. Because um, I want you to be stable. And I want you to be able to, to give that love in those caring ways and to be consistent and be and yet be creatively consistent so that you can work through their manipulation. We want you to learn how to help them and how to teach them to, rather than expecting them to do it and then having to give consequences. So, you know, if you're feeling close to giving up or you're like you're at the end of your rope, again, don't be afraid to reach out. You know, hire a parenting coach. Seek providers that know about adoption. Remember that it's not just They don't really just need counseling, right? Like I've seen a lot of times with counseling, like the kids will kind of be stuck, right, in the stuff that's happened to them. And so in the counseling, make sure that there's some adequate skill building that happens. We want the kids to have the skills to move forward. So the counselor's finding out what happened, but then they're like, oh, well, tell me what you did about that and and let's problem solve that and let's, you know, help them to use their executive functioning. I have videos about executive functioning. So, you know, watch those videos about that. Talk therapy alone isn't going to do it. There's lots of kids and, and parents that get stuck in that, right? Like they're stuck in their anxiety and they're stuck in, in, you know, I have this, and so that's why I can't do it. I have kids tell me all the time, like I can't, I can't calm, get my potty calm because I have ADHD. It's like, yes, you have ADHD, but you can, you can do this, right? And so pointing out those things to your kids, like looking at them like they're a blank slate and what you're, what you're going to write on that slate says a lot, you know, what are you going to write on their walls that they build, right? They, they're putting up these walls, right? Through their behaviors, through their pushing away, but, and they don't accept love and, and affection in the same way, and it never feels like it's enough. But what will you write, you know, and, instead of, this is what happened to you, and that's why you act this way. It's like, I know you're good at, you know, and I, and I want to help you, and I'm here for you, that kind of language. They really have to hear over and over. And even then, they're not going to always believe it. You know, like I said, my my son that I adopted is in his 20s. And I would say that up until he was about 17, he believed really, like, he was very accepting of the family and the love and all that. He had his struggles. He for sure had his times when he didn't feel that way. But as he became older and, his, and he really started struggling with, like, he just really doesn't believe, you know, He he listens to that voice in his head of all those years of being told that he was worthless and he feels worthless and he does things that make him feel more that way, right? But he has a really hard time identifying the good things that have come to him. And so it's more helpful for us to speak that life into, into his life rather than try to refute the lies because the lies scream really loud and so you're choosing love over fear. You're not talking about like you know. Well, if you don't do this, so like, what's going to happen to you? And then this is going to happen. This is going to happen. They don't. They don't believe that. Like that, you have to speak into them. Like you know, right now, and this is what we're doing. And what are we going to do next? And and being there for them. And sometimes that they're going to push really hard away, and they're not going to. You know, it's not going to be. You know, you're going to feel like, gosh, they just hate me, right? But but you're holding this boundary, and you're being that stability, and they know where that is, and you're in that that place for them. Um, you're real, right? Like you're not the ghost. You're, you're real. You're going to really work on being that emotional support, helping them to move from their lower brain functioning um, and their reactive part of their brain into that more executive function and thinking. So, and that's what you really want to work on when they're in your home, because that's where you have the opportunity to do it the most, because there's challenges and things that happen every single day that require executive thinking. And so we want to help keep them in there. And again, I have tons of videos and um, podcasts on this. So look those up about executive functioning and about the mountain of escalation and how we keep kids moving forward. So yes, you need to know the cause of the behaviors, but you have to work on how to move forward, you know, move that thought forward from just the cause, you know, it's like, why are you doing this is not as good a question as like, I I understand this is hard for you. Here's what we're going to, here's what we need to do. Here's how we're going to move forward asking a lot of questions can kind of keep them stuck um, they don't know how to answer those questions and if they do they're just giving you answers that they know you want to hear you know like well what could you do next time it's like oh I know I'm gonna breathe or I'm gonna walk away or whatever it's like it's like well let's talk about it like when they, when they said this what's some what's some things that go through your head and what can we let's let's talk about you know what that might look like and play it out you know so uh, again, the other thing I think is really you can do to help your kids is is just slow it down right like they're they're emotionally a lot younger. They may have some actions that are more mature, but emotionally they're very they're very young. And so slowing it down, helping them process, helping them, giving them time to process. Like if you ask them a question, then give them time to answer. Don't keep like asking more questions because they're not answering. If they just say, I don't know, or what, what? You know, it's like, let's just think for a minute before you say anything. Um, think if you can come up with an answer. Um, if they can't, instead of asking more questions, be like, I think that maybe you're feeling disappointed and, you know, and you know, talk about that feeling or, or whatever and, and see if you can get them to move forward with that. There's this little child inside that for a lot of adopted kids, it never really leaves and talk, just, just talk therapy doesn't seem to work. Don't go to just an ordinary therapist with your adopted kids with kids with, um, and if you have adopted kids, they do have attachment issues. So... So just know that you need to work with somebody that understands that kind of trauma and can help you and your child to have better, stronger connections. They need like little tiny doses of love throughout the day. So just randomly be like, you know what? I really love you. Or wow, you just have amazing depths in your eyes or, you know, just these things that just come randomly, right? Don't necessarily expect a, a lot back because you're going to have to kind of give it. But just lots of reassurance um, rather than arguing. I was thinking a lot about this, you know, it's like instead of giving advice, you know, what what can I point out as far as like, hey, I know you're good at this or, you know, and I've and, um, been using that even with my older kids. So don't give in the, into the anger. Don't get caught up in the argument with them like, you know, like, oh, I'm terrible and I'm horrible and I don't know why you even care about me. And we kind of jump down this rabbit hole trying to prove to them about, Oh no, you're not, or no, you're not dumb, you're smart, you know, and all this kind of stuff. It's like you don't need to to fight those fights. Like just give them sometimes just the next step that they need to take. It's like, yep, you made a mistake, and that's okay. We all make mistakes. And you don't have to argue with them about whether they're smart or not. They just made a mistake. It's like, so here's a here's an eraser or or do you want an, a fresh piece of paper, you know, or something like that just to keep them moving so they don't get stuck. You know, they they learn from their from feeling doing and experiencing. And I think that's important to, to keep in mind and remember. So again, this is not to say that adoption is, is too much to handle. You can handle it. You can do it. And um and I've worked with some amazing adoptive families that, that are giving such value and depth to these kids. And and you really I mean I think adopting kid, adopted kids are amazing, right? And so there's so much that, that happens in the family and healing with adoptive kids, and it, it really requires intentional parenting. It doesn't, unfortunately, it doesn't just happen because you provided this great home for the, for the kids. Like, it's, it's going to take some, some work to help them to overcome some of these things, but it's totally worth it, and I'm really thankful for um, all the adoptive families that I've had the privilege to work with and, and for my adoptive family as well. So, um, again, if you need more help, look at healthyfoundations.co, And remember that we have, I have a book, Parenting Emotionally Distressed Kids, that may give you some additional support. Thanks for listening to The Parenting Bridge. Do you want to learn more about building a bridge to better behaviors? Pick up a copy of Dr. Michelle Alden's new book, Parenting Emotionally Distressed Kids. Or for more resources, you can click on the link for Healthy Foundations. If you would like to leave a comment or a question for Dr. Alden, there's a link in the notes. We'll see you next time. And remember, things can always get better.